Are you part of a remote working team? You need Remotion. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack, available to silver, gold, and platinum patrons of Mac Voices. Sign up today at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is a talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, in case you hadn't noticed, the last two years, the world has changed a little bit, and a lot of us are doing a lot more, well, a different kind of working might be a, a better way to say it. And so I th- that's what we're going to focus on today, using a new tool for remote uh, teamwork. Um, and so from Remotion, I'm happy to welcome Alexander Embiricos. I think I got that right, Alex. Good to yeah, have that's you. that's right co-founder of, of Remotion, and also an old friend back, uh, one of the chief uh, engineers there, Mr. Dan Wood. Dan, it's great to see hello. you. <laughs> hello. I, I, I love these things where I get to meet new friends and old friends at the same time and to see cool new software. Um, so I guess, Alex, I'll let you take over here. What is Remotion? Uh, cool. Hey, and so great to meet you. And thanks again for for having us here. Remotion is what we think of as a, a virtual office. So um, one of the first things that you think about when you're building a team is what kind of environment do I want them to work in so that they can not only be productive together, but also build relationships with each other kind of just naturally, right? And at least before COVID, most teams, the answer to that was, well, we'll get an office, everyone will show up for a certain amount of time every day, and they'll just naturally work together and they'll naturally build relationships with each other. Um, we started Remotion before COVID, and I'm, I'm happy get, to get into how or why that happened. Um, but basically, what we realized is that when you're working remotely, um, it's it's very you know good. It's, we can be productive with our individual work. Um, we can schedule good you know meetings, get things done. But one of the hardest things to do when you're working remotely is to build relationships with the rest of your team. And so we started thinking about well, what's missing from the office that we don't have remotely? And we realized there were two things. Uh, awareness of the rest of your team who's around, seeing them, uh, making it easy to have short conversations, uh, knowing when someone's free. And then the second thing was really lightweight ways to reach out that didn't require scheduling a meeting or you know starting in text and then upgrading. And so Remotion is basically the two, those two things. Um, it's a product that sits on your computer, gives you kind of a dock for your team on your Mac. And uh, that dock shows you your teammates who's around, and makes it really easy to reach out for either a short ad hoc conversation or just to hang out and virtually co-work. I'm happy to show it whenever it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to want to get to that. A couple things here that I'm I'm kind of intrigued by. So first of all, because of COVID, we're all familiar with a lot of these remote working, remote connection kind of solutions. Probably the one, for better or worse, uh, the biggest dog in the fight is is Microsoft Teams. But they're Slack. Um, they're just they're, they're all over the place. Um, and Remotion, what intrigued me is Remotion is different, and what, you'll see that in a minute, folks. Um, but but before we do that, you said that this was started before COVID. So, what prompted you, um, with all the people, all the all the solutions that were already out there, what prompted you to get into this space? Yeah. So. So the, uh, the shorter version of the story is I was working with my co-founder, Charlie, who got married uh, two weeks ago. So congrats, Charlie. Hey, uh, congratulations. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we were working together and we'd known each other from college uh, and we, we both lived in San Francisco. And 
he, uh, his partner had an opportunity to go to a great med school in Chicago. He wanted to move to support her uh, and decided to move. And we started getting advice on whether or not it would make sense to co-found a company remotely. And all the advice we got was like, hey, like, you know, in 2019, it can make sense to hire people, but co-founding remotely is a rare thing to make that makes sense. Like generally don't do it. Uh, and so we started getting advice. Well, okay, if we are going to work together remotely, like how should we do it? And we started reading all the blog posts from, you know, folks like GitLab, Zapier, you've probably read a lot of these blogs. And we realized that we just didn't really want to work in that way. Like some of the lines that um, really stuck out to me when we were reading were lines like, you know, like formalizing the informal, right? Or approaches like making everything async. And, you know, Charlie and I were really people who we enjoy talking in an informal way without it being scheduled or planned. Um, and we enjoy async work, but we also really enjoy just like talking um, and uh, talking shop. And so we started realizing that the reason that many teams were not working remotely today was because they viewed that their culture wouldn't work remotely. Like Dropbox and Figma are two famous companies that said like we're, we have in-office cultures. And so we realized like, yeah, there are a lot of tools out there today that help some remote teams, but that's actually a small subset of teams. And all the other teams that are, you know, missing out on the flexibility and advantages of remote work are missing out because they don't think remote works for their culture. Certain things are missing. And we realized like, hey, we can, we can build some of those things. And so although Charlie and I were not working on Remotion at the beginning, um, we were working at some other boring SaaS software. Uh, we, uh, we started building Remotion on the side. Um, actually, funnily enough, neither of us were Mac native macOS developers. Uh, and, uh, but we started sort of scratching our heads around something. And uh, you know, I was on a plane. Uh, and Xcode has excellent offline documentation. So I just started building. I started a new project in Xcode uh, for macOS and started sort of experimenting with this idea of like ambient awareness on macOS. And that experiment slowly built itself into the company that we have today. And now we get to work with, with awesome people like Dan who actually know what they're doing. <laughs> it's it's interesting to hear you discuss that evolution. Um, I, I know I I personally, these are my views, not not necessarily the views of others, but the in-office, out-of-office, remote, uh, in a kind of culture, um, the, the the shortcomings of the solutions that are out there that seem to be so popular. Um, and this one seems to fill a, a niche in at least one of those areas. And again, we'll see that in a minute. Dan, though, I want to shift over to you and find out exactly how you got involved. Did, did you just stumble across uh, Alex and Charlie or did they call you or how did that work? Uh, yeah, actually, it was interesting. Um I think I first heard about them uh, through um, the Angel List, which is a, a way, of, basically, a job hunting board for uh, for startups. Um, and as it, but as it turned out, I actually uh, knew someone who was uh, one of the early members of Remotion, uh, Matthew Tonkin, who I had known from Skitch way back in the days and Evernote and so on. Uh, so he was sort of, I think he was kind of my end to the team. And, and talking to him, it was uh, really clear that this this was going to be a, a fun a fun company to join. And uh, so that was yeah, October of last year, I think actually. Uh, I had been. Um, I guess uh, training myself to transition over to iOS development and learning all kinds of Swift, Swift UI and that kind of thing, uh, because it didn't seem like there was a lot of Mac 
Mac OS native development out there, a lot of that culture had moved towards iOS development. Um, and so I was a little surprised to find out that here's this company who's working on native Mac software. And of course, that's that's really my where my heart and soul is. Uh, so it was great to be able to jump into that opportunity uh, and do that. And that's and actually that's partly related to the reason why we're here today and why we we wrote this blog post talking about made native Mac OS development uh, is that there's just not a lot, uh, you know, or I should say there's less native Mac OS development going on than than I would hope uh, in, in the world. And, um, you know, people people uh, in companies using other tools like Electron and Qt, uh, Qt. And, um, that that's actually why I had last left the previous company I was I was at was I was reading the writing on the wall and they were going to be starting to move some of their stuff towards towards Qt uh, as a as a cross platform framework and I just you know it's just not where not where my heart is at I really wanted to be building real uh, you know actual Apple Cocoa uh, development and so that was that was a great uh, a great match I think when uh, Remotion and I found each other. Um, yeah, that was something that caught my attention because when Alex uh, sent me the first email, he said specifically, this is not built in Electron, um, which referenced the Mac Voices discussion we had a few weeks ago about Electron and how it seems to be, let's just say, not well received. Um, that may be putting it mildly um, in, in the, in, I guess, in the programming community. Um, and so it, now that makes sense, especially with you on board, Dan, that you would have a lot of the Mac chops to to make it um, a Mac app and make it look and feel like a Mac app. I mean, to put it mildly, Dan is our Mac chops at Remotion, so <laughs> that's why that's why we decided to work together. Uh, and we, we, you know, we, we're desperately looking for the Dan to join us. And uh, yeah, it's been great. So, and, and and there seems to be a, an old an old school whimsical element to this whole thing um, because I look at your website and you have you have what most of us would consider the serious informative titles and then you have some titles that seem to be a little bit off the wall. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Like, if you go to our yeah, go ahead, Alex. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll go. Then you go. I'll keep it brief. Like basically, we're we're really trying to change how how work feels and. That informs like everything we do from why we're building natively to what we have on our site. Um, you know, on the topic of why we're building natively, a uh, fun side story. Okay, this will be slightly longer, Dan, but it's going to be interesting. So like, I used to be a PM at Dropbox, a product manager there. And back when I started, we were very or relatively more native oriented. Um, and the software we were building was really something that was unusual in that it was meant to run in the background, but still be incredibly useful for you. Um, and over time, as, as we were evolving a company and we were trying to you know, keep with the times and like hit goals and stuff, we started making our product more and more of a foreground product until somewhat, I don't know if you heard about this, but inf infamously, you know, we launched this like Electron foreground experience um, that I don't think was the best received um, last year. But I saw a lot of those pressures of, you know, starting with something that was really useful in the background and then pushing to go into the foreground. And I think if you're trying to build like a foreground experience, that's like, going to be used for 20 minutes. Electron or a web view can make a lot of sense. But when we were thinking about what we were trying to do and we were thinking, we really want to change how work feels and change how it feels to have teammates, even though you're not in the same room. Uh, it was kind of similar in a way to some of the early things we did at Dropbox and really got us thinking about, okay, this is, this is why um, native would make sense for us. Um, and on the topic of the website, it was actually a really fun branding exercise that we went through when we were trying to figure out like, how should we represent ourselves and trying to be both fun and professional at the same time? And, and so that's what you see there. 
And so that's why Alex is CEO and not allowed to write code anymore <laughs> because <laughs> he should be doing CEO tasks and leave, yeah. leave coding to the professionals. Uh, well. But yeah, it, it's, it is interesting though, if you, you touch on um, the awareness that you get in the Mac doc and, and I mean, we're also used to our Mac docs and some people keep them hidden, some people keep them visible, but it's always there. And you know that it's just a really quick way to get access to what your apps are. And you could even see a little status that you can tell that you have unread mail or unread messages or or something like that. Something's calling out to you. And, and being able to do that with people on your team is, it's really hard to describe if you haven't experienced it, but it's that same level of awareness that I think that's wonderful that I can take a glance at any moment and kind of get a sense of who's in the office, who's talking to each other, uh, who's offline. Maybe they're, maybe they're out for the day because of their time zone. Um, is this a good time? We should do a demo pretty soon. <laughs> Dan, keep talking. I'll just show it. I hope that's okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's let's get the let's get the screen showing working here. Hopefully, there we go. Yeah. So what we're what we're able to see here is uh, that Alex at the top there on the side, and and that it we really did design it to look as much like the Mac Doc as possible. Um, you can he can hover over it and get a sense of uh, uh, some more details about each of these people. Um, and uh, as you can see, not only do you see uh, a photo of the person, a selfie, but it's actually, if you hover over it, we get a, um, it's actually a little moving loop. So it's, it's kind of fun. That, that's one of the whimsical aspects that you mentioned um, that we have not only on our webpage, but also the, uh, also the app itself. So what I'm seeing is a representation of the people in your company. Um, what are the indicators? I mean, help me understand. I guess again, what I'm yeah. seeing. Um, how the 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 uh, the faded out folks at the bottom of the screen, I assume, are not online. That's right. Hey, Dan, do you want to do the demo? That you started it. Might as well continue. Uh, okay. Let me let me share a different screen. Cool. Okay, I'm going to give you a quick demo of Remotion, and so the. The goals of Remotion are twofold. The first is to give you a degree of ambient awareness of your team. So for example, seeing like someone like Fernando is co-working with Sam right now, and Jim is offline because he's in England. Uh, so that's the first goal, presence and awareness. Uh, the second goal is making it really easy to reach out and talk to people. So if I wanted to talk to Dan right now, even though I know he's talking to us right now, I can hit invite to talk um, and he can, uh, you know, let's say I have a quick question for him and uh, Dan can accept. And now we're actually having a really quick video call, like just inside in here. Um, and when we're done with our quick thing, uh, we can drop out. So those are the two things that Remotion does, but I'll talk a bit about like the approach here. Uh, the approach is thinking about the Mac OS doc and how it does a great job of giving you a, a sort of bird's eye view of what's going on and quick access to things. So we looked at this and we were, we were really inspired by it. And actually it's fun because since Dan joined, we've become more and more similar to the Mac OS doc. We, when we started, it was, it was kind of a different thing. But we've really been trying to study the Mac OS doc and think about what makes it effective. So I'm going to go ahead and move this to the top so it's a little bigger. Um, and we'll make it a bit bigger too, uh, just so we can talk through it. Um, and so, you know, you have some of these same ideas, like you can mouse, this is me. You can mouse over things to get a quick label of them. And if you click on someone, uh, you can pull them up. So something that Dan and I will often do in the morning, you know, we'll see each other. And uh, you can see that Dan has already received some emojis from the team, but I might say hello to Dan, and Dan might say hello back to me. Dan, you wanna you wanna say hello back? Cool. Uh, Dan and Harriet are both beekeepers, so we tend to have a lot of bees flying around <laughs> in our in our in our docs. 
Um, and so this is kind of the basic thing of like noticing that your teammate is coming online. Maybe you take a new selfie for the day. Like I take selfies out of coffee shop that I tend to work from seeing who's in a meeting, who's doing what. Um, it's very useful just to get into the flow of collaboration and feeling connected. Uh, the next thing that you can do is hop into rooms. So I don't want to disturb Sam and Fernando, but these two are in a room right now and they're actually listening to this music, this J. Cole track. And you can see that they're both muted, but they're just spending time together. And this is a super impactful activity for building your team because the friction of unmuting yourself is similar to the friction of reaching up in an office and just saying like, oh, hey, Dan, uh, quick question for you. And so one of the things that, you know, when, we, when we're building remotion where half of our time is spent thinking about the tool and the other half is spent thinking about what behaviors do team needs to be successful remotely and, and co-working is one of them. So we can just demonstrate this. I'm going to click into a somewhat random room, which is the activate room. So I'm in here muted right now. Uh, and Dan, do you want to mute? Uh, do you want to come in, sorry, as well? So Dan can just click into the room and we could both be just sitting here muted and we could use push to talk or click. Um, and I'm not going to play music because you wouldn't be able to hear it, but we could just be sitting here muted, listening to music, uh, unmuting ourselves when we have something to say. And if we want to get into a bigger, you know, let's say we get into a big conversation that we can actually pull out into a bigger, uh, into a bigger view um, here. But most of the time, people who are using remotion keep the dock just small on the side and, um, you know, are doing a lot of calls with their camera off, um, maybe even muted um, and unmuting when necessary. So that's a, that's a quick overview. Sorry, I got a bit rambling there. Uh, but yeah, we'd love, do you have any questions? Anything you want me to click or show? Uh, no, I'll just let you keep going. I'll, I'll save a couple questions I have uh, in case you or you answer them along the way. Cool. Well, maybe I'll actually stop there. I think, you know, at the end of the day, Remotion is quite a simple product and we, we try to do a small number of things well. Um, and again, you know, just showing you the, the status of your team and then making it easy to reach out to the team, um, especially in ways that, aren't like your standard scheduled Zoom meeting about work, but that are more conducive to you talking about, you know, Dan's bees or Dan's honey harvest this last weekend, et cetera. That was a great demo. So I'm, I'm sending Alexander some fireworks because I thought that was a great demo. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Today's Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Slack. Available as a benefit to silver, gold, and platinum patrons of Mac Voices. The Mac Voices Slack is where you can connect with the members of the Mac Voices Live panel and other Mac Voices patrons. Get in on the discussions, agree or disagree with our opinions, and get your voice heard. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks for supporting Mac Voices. Okay, so you ask about questions. So let me ask you some tough questions. And the first thing I'll ask is about a feature that I didn't see readily that may be there. If I'm if I'm working with Dan, is there a way that I can send him a quick copy of a file or file share, or is that just not part of this the environment that you're trying to create? Not at the moment. We're not we're not starting there. Although it's it's something that comes up and people do ask for. the The way that we're looking at it right now is what's missing from work. And although yes, it would be nice to be able to send files in remotion, there are plenty of ways to send files to people right now. Um, and so we say, hey, use one of those. You know, if you use tools like Slack for your texting or your file sharing, you use, use a tool like Slack. The thing that we really think is missing from work is the casual conversations, the conversations that you didn't schedule, but that you would have if you just walked into the office, someone saw you just arrived, so you clearly weren't focused yet and wanted to ask you a quick question or ask how your kids are doing. And so everything that we're building right now is just focused on like, hey, how can we help 
teams basically install an environment onto their computer that facilitates those casual conversations and fosters them basically. Um, when we get that working uh, very well, then there's like so many extensions that we would want to build on top of it, right? Like easy file sharing, maybe various forms of text sharing. Um, I'm really excited about um, creating more forms of presence to reduce the number of notifications we have to get and just letting more things just happen ambiently. Like, hey, you noticed something happened if you were there and if you weren't there, then you don't notice it happened and that's fine. Uh, so that's kind of our roadmap in a, in, a, in a nutshell. And the answer is not yet because it's not what we're focused on, not the biggest problem. Right. And, and again, you know, that's, these, are the, these are the tough questions because somebody's going to ask them. Um, so if you're not able to sh share files, is screen sharing uh, an option at this point? Yeah, we do have yep. screen sharing or window sharing. It's really, really helpful. Yeah, we use it all the time. Okay, yeah, I, I would think that would be almost really more useful than necessarily file sharing, because you're right, there are plenty of ways to move files back and forth. But if I can just, you know, let Alex see a quick draft of a, of a letter or something, or Dan wants to show me a draft of code as if I'd understand it, um, you know, you can do that. So Yeah, we okay. see it. We see a lot of like really interesting patterns emerging with how folks use remotion. So for example, um, one of the teams that has blogged about us, so I think I can mention them, which is Breeze, uh, they will have some of the leaders on the team sit in a room for most of the day um, just to be more available and foster even more collaboration and question asking and just bonding with the rest of the team. And then folks will come in to the room and if you know they'll just talk, maybe they'll just sit there. Um, muted, as I mentioned, because no one wants to be missing out on the conversation when it does happen. Uh, and then they'll be screen sharing a bunch. And, you know, we just, just I think this morning, someone at Breeze was tweeting about how they think our screen sharing is, is snappier than Zoom's, which I'm so flattered by. Spending all day looking at the bugs, I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe sometimes and maybe not other times, uh, but still great to hear. And yeah, screen sharing is one of the most commonly used things. I think in, in uh, I think it's like about two thirds of folks who are doing calls and remotion are also screen sharing every day. Okay, the other question that you have to ask, because if any seri anybody that's serious about business is going to use this tool or any tool, you have to ask about security. You know, what, how secure are the, are the conversations we're having? How secure is the video that if, if, I'm, if I happen to be sharing video, how secure is that? Um, you know, what, what have you done to address that issue? Yeah. Dan, you want to take this or should I take this? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Because really, my, so, my focus is the Mac UI for the most part. So, yeah. Yeah. So, there's there's two things that we talked about, right? There's, there's the did the app itself, the core data infrastructure, and then there's the video calling infrastructure, which, which is kind of a separate piece. So, on the core data side, uh, we're built on Firebase, which is a Google service. Um, and so, we use Firebase for authentication, much safer than rolling your own authentication. A lot of companies will make mistakes there. Uh, we just trust Google there, and then we use all their best practices. And so your data is basically uh, being authenticated and then secured by Google and transported by Google. Um, on the video calling side, uh, the biggest thing is that we don't record any of the calls, so all the bytes are just going over the network and then getting dropped. And we use a provider called Agora um, to do our video sharing, and Agora has um, all the best security practices put in place. Obviously, your calls are encrypted. They're subject to, um, to security audits, and you know a bunch of big companies use them as well. Okay. Um, I guess system usage, bandwidth, uh, are, are any of these, is this just like using any other chat program from, from those standpoints? Um, I'll let well, Dan talk ways, about the, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. In many ways, you know, that the fact that we're built as a native application really means that we can be slim as far as system usage goes. Uh, and so, you know, whether it's the size of our download or the, you know, just the, the overall payload of, of what needs to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, installed on your Mac and, and the memory usage and, uh, and CPU usage that, you know, if you want to have something running on your, on your Mac all day, you want something that's not going to be eating up resources, right? You want to be able to work at a cafe on a battery and not have this, this software that is, not really doing much other than just showing you the presence of your of your team. You don't want that to be sucking up a lot of your CPU time. Um, obviously, there's some video. You know, some when you're actually on video, there is going to be some C, little, a little more CPU usage. But we're able to keep that down to to the the bare minimum. I think uh, be, because we have the toolkit that's talking directly to all these Apple frameworks and not going through some sort of an intermediary like uh, like Electron would have to to provide. Yeah. We just did an audit actually, um, and um, we uh, so on the on the RAM side, that's where you'll have one of the biggest differences for, versus native app. Like Electron apps, like two hundred, maybe three hundred megabytes. Um, we use more RAM when we're in calls, but most of the time, when you're out of a call, we're using much much less RAM than that. Um, on the CPU side, when you're not in a call, remotion is you know in, like basically tiny, like using nothing. Um, and then when we are in a call, we are using somewhat similar CPU to Zoom which is way less than anything in a browser like Google Meet. Um, so we use like half of what Google Meet will do. Okay. And it's, it's something that we work hard on, yeah. Okay, so the other question, and, and I admit I have mixed feelings about this, um, because if, let's, let's take some of, the, some of the other apps in this class. Um, with Slack, you never know if I'm really there or not. There's nothing really evident. Um, on the other hand, with Teams, yeah, you know, I have something that indicates that I'm in Teams. I'm either marking myself busy or marking myself available or any of that. Obviously, here you can turn the your presence on and off. Um, and so this may be a technical question or it may be a culture question um, about how you encourage folks to use this, uh, maybe within your own team, if you don't mind sharing that, or with others, um, because there's we're seeing more and more discussion of, of employer surveillance. And obviously this is not a surveillance tool, this is a collaboration tool or an interaction tool, but there is that element of I'm online at 8 a.m. or I'm not online at 8 a.m. if I'm supposed to be, and so where do those questions, you know, how does how are you addressing that or how do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like you, you get to hear founders talk about their company culture all the time, so it might be more fun for Dan to take this uh, and just share your point of view on that. <laughs> well, I'm that happy to go, but like it's boring, you know. If you're yeah, it is. About their company's it is an interesting. It's a it's a good question though. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's nothing that's going on in Remotion that is happening without your choice. Uh, so as far as you know, I I choose to go online at a certain time of the day and go offline at a certain time. Uh, if I'm going to leave for a quick break, um, I actually have two choices. One, I, I could just walk over. I, I could walk away from my desk, um, and yeah, there's a possibility that someone might try to hit me up and call me at that moment when I'm not at the desk, and it'll say, "Oh, you know, I missed a call." Uh, or I could actually go offline and even say I'm offline for a short break or something like that. I'll usually do that at lunchtime. Um, but you, you're also able to set um, not just a you know, not just the concept of online and offline, but also just what's your what's your availability. And so you can say, hey, I'm focusing um, 
try not to try not to bug me if you can help it, um, or or uh, I'm I'm uh, open to talk or you know just a general kind of an online online state, uh, and then of course just by going into a room. Uh, that's also indicating a different a different level of availability. So just you know, if I'm going to be in the co-working room, then someone might expect that I'm going to be there and they could chat with me really easily. Our conversation with Alex and Dan continues in the next edition of Mac Voices. We talk more about the specific features of Remotion. We talk about the inspiration behind Remotion and what it's trying to accomplish, and have a bit of a general discussion about the changing nature of work and how remote work fits into that. That's all next time on Mac Voices. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching.